Other podcast sites are too complicated for anyone to use. I just want to hear a podcast, not perform open heart surgery. We provide a simple click and listen interface. Well, that was easy. TMA Studios. It's what you want. Warning. The views and opinions expressed by the guest on the shootout are not the views and opinions of TMB Studios, its management, or the host, Bill Blanchard. They are strictly the views and opinions of the guest and the guest alone. If you are offended by any of these views and opinions, please stop listening now. What was the craziest thing you ever did in the ring that people said, oh my God, that boy is stupid? Put over Brandon Parker. What? <laughs> no. No. I mean, because we did some pretty weird shit over there. I mean, me and me and Devin Wright at one point had a buff bitch match. Whatever, dude. A buff bitch match? Damn. And he looked like the big guy off of Captain America. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> that's that's just, that shocked the fuck out of me. How one guy who's just asking straight up questions to people, straight up answers, is getting more hits than something that brings a lot of people back to their childhood. And, I mean, it's just kind of funny. I appreciate that. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> Do we really have to go there? No, I heard Vince's comment one night. He said, hey, even God himself has a, has a sense of humor. You know, I mean, wow. Had to create a Christopher Dwayne Dickens. <laughs> oh, God. How many ring racks? How many ring racks did you have backstage? There were rumors about... How many ring racks wanted to get some dirt? Wait, 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 what? Yeah, how many ring racks you actually had some Ring dirt? rats? Oh, boy. Oh, God, Chris, HK went to dirt what ring rats are. Oh, the one even Wolf Call would turn down. Dale Cheryl. <laughs> Damn. I hit another zinger right out the park. Wow. Uh, wow. Don't forget, well, we have know, to put six over in the main event because he was the top guy. And, um, yeah. Well, Hogan must pose, you know what I mean? Hogan must pose. I'm it, Bruce. I feel like going to the Cheeto show in Patriots Park. I was like pissing on the grave. That line for us. The shootout with Bill Fletcher. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the fall season of the wrestling shootout. Hey, I'm your host, Survivor of Pain, Bill Blanchard. And last season, we wrapped up with some very, very highly controversial subjects here. I'm talking about with series. Don't want to respond to the UCW hardcore. I'll just tell you, look, above my pay grade. And I got Christian Fury back on. I still discussed that. He was really quick to badmouth Wildfire. Which the promoter did reach out to me and definitely wants to be on the show. And he will be on our next guest next week. The next week, we will have the promoter, Billy Johnson from Livewire Pro Wrestling, in the out of the Augusta, Georgia area. Now, with that being said, I've got Christian Fury back on the show. Christian Fury, man, welcome back to the show, man. How are you doing? Oh, man, I'm doing good, you know. Trying to live life to the fullest and trying to get a little bit more ring time here lately, you know. We've got a couple of shows lined up coming. So, Yes, it's the hottest of uh, UCW. The last show back of June, the summer of June 2019. But what's going on with UCW right now? I understand we have a big show coming up. UCW versus WECW at the Oliver Hardy Festival in Harlem, Georgia. I know you're going to be psyched about that event, man. Oh, yeah. I'm all excited. That's an all-day affair, too. A lot of eyes are going to be on that mat- on those matches. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of people walking by. Yeah, the Oliver Hardy Festival usually pulls about anywhere from between ten to 20,000 people every single year. So a lot of eyes will be on. So it should be a very, very big spectacle here. But also, man, you know, last week, last time we talked, last time we talked, we did a shootout. We ended a shootout. We started up. We ended it for a couple episodes just during the summer. Let things pass up. We want to get ready for our fall season, which the wrestling shootout will be on every single week on Monday. 
We've got big announcement coming on for Monday. We're going to have three special kind of segments with all talk, all talk of professional wrestling, everything that's going on in the CSRA. And we might touch on anything going on around the world as well. But wrestling is such a big talk right now, especially with everything coming up in the October with AEW. We'll be returning. Uh, I'm sorry, debuting on TNT. We will touch base a little bit on that, though. But make sure you watch our sister show with WOW. That's going to be debuting this fall. And we'll, we'll go more and more extent on AEW and what's going on currently in the WWE. But with that being said here, we're going to have a new guest on the show here. We'll be a regular guest on the wrestling shootout. Christian Fury, I'm talking about a former AWF champion. Not only just AWF, he was AWA. He was FCW. He was uh, AWS Metro Wrestling Champion. And he was one of your nemesis and rivalries in United Championship Wrestling. You guys had an incredible rivalry that took place in UCW. And he's also you know, a member of the Dark Alliance, if I, do, if I do remember correctly. We will be bringing in Justin Chambers, ladies and gentlemen. He will be a new um, person on the show. And we're going to bring him on here in just a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that being said, you know, Christian Fury, a lot of feedback in our last episode ended. And, you know, some of the people messaged me in and says, why is Fury dodging the questions of UCW, but he badmouthed live wire pro wrestling promotion he's not even part of. And a lot of people, you know, that were part of UCW made comments that, Christian Fury, you were a booker. You do. You were part of creative. So many people believe you were an owner of UCW, one of the one of the biggest uh, founding fathers of United Championship Wrestling. For you to make comments about why this matches are getting booked or what's the idea of pushing this guy as a champion, you were on the booking staff, but you kept saying it's above your pay grade. It's almost like you were just dodging the hard bullet there, boss. What's your comments to that? Yeah, at the end of the day, they can believe what they want to believe, but. When I say something's above my pay grade, it's above my pay grade. There's a lot of stuff that I don't have any control over because you know as well as I do, you know, <laughs> I'm not in charge at all in UCW. Well, from I've always been told that you were a third owner of UCW. I have been told that you were a board member of UCW. So I don't know what's the deal. I've been told that you're not an owner, but I've been told you were a board member and this person also said there's no such thing as a board in United Championship Wrestling. So I, I, I don't know, but, you know, some people were not happy with some of your comments, though. But, hey, that's your answer. You're sticking to it. So we're going to move forward here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was it for that particular guest. We're about to bring in a new guest. A new person is going to be in a regular of the wrestling shootout. He has a great knowledge of the game. He's been in the business for almost two decades. He's been in multiple promotions here. I, I don't got to say his reputation again. Reputation speaks for itself. But I'm here to tell you he has a lot of knowledge in the business. He has been behind the scenes of the business, so he knows the ins and outs. So I appreciate this man's knowledge. I'm honored to have him here on the Wrestling Shootout and on the shooting, Wrestling Shootout staff here, guys. We're going to bring you guys a great wrestling talk every single week on everything that's going on in the CSRA. Well, that being said, let's please welcome to the show, Justin Chambers. What's going on, brother? What's up there? Pain. What's up, big man? Hey, love you, man. Love you. Love you too, man. I love you. So how's it, how's it been hanging, Payne? Man, it's been hanging, dude. I tell you what, man, look at barbell plates. I'm trying to stay off the German chocolate cakes, but, hey, I'm doing the best I can, man. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I understand them chocolate oh. shakes. I understand them chocolate shakes there. Hey, you know what, man? The greatest, the greatest thing I've ever heard come out of your mouth is when you told about Christian Fury not being part of this anymore. That was probably one of the best things I've ever heard you say. Really? Yeah, I appreciate that. Christian Fury. I'm right now, it's, it's a whole new world with us. I'm telling you that right now, Payne, this is going to be a whole new podcast. Because now, you have the Georgia boy, Justin Chambers, on the show. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, you got to love you, GA, brother. I love him, man. Fuck Florida Gators. You tell David Clark I said that, too. Anyway. Um, hey, man, let's time, hey, man, let's time to get serious here. Christian Fury, man, what's, what's going on right now with UCW? You got your boy here, Justin Chambers. You pretty much said you ain't shit. Uh, what's your comments to that? <laughs> oh, I love man. <laughs> you know, um, the UCW, oh. man, I... 
the first show that UCW is going to have back since June would be at Oliver Hardy Festival. So, you know, there's. Uh, other, after that, I don't know. Um, things might turn around for UCW. You might get a whole new venue somewhere else. Well, there's talks of UCW been having breaking relations with the WECW. You guys had a couple of shows out there in Millen at the uh, at the theater out there, man. Well, tell us that experience. Well, you know, we did a couple of shows at the theater, and when I first actually started with WECW back in 2015, they were at Powell Theater there in um, Millen. So it was a sense of a homecoming to a degree for as far as my involvement with the company. Um, but now their shows are going to be now in Waynesboro. Yeah, so that's going to be something new. Um, and I'm kind of eager to see how that's going to play out. But, I mean, there's, I don't know exactly what all to say on that one, because that's about as far as I know. <laughs> Fury, you're not, you're not making it sound that great, Fury. It's not just the show in Waynesboro. No, no. As it is stated, it is the greatest, biggest show to come to Waynesboro, Georgia. This Saturday, September 14th, be there because Justin Chambers will be there with his brand new show. Man, I'm fired up Justin Chambers is going to be there, man. I want to see Justin Chambers back in the ring and whooping ass like he used to do, dude. But, Fear, you suck, man. You're putting me to sleep over here. Oh, I don't know. Uh, this is going to be... Dude, you sound like Bret Hart on the mic. So what, Chambers has got to be like Shawn Michaels got to get here for he puts that sleeper hold in the crowd. You, 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 you put my audience to sleep, man. Dude, spice it up a little bit. Hey, Chambers, if you're going to ask a question to wake his ass up, what would you do? Let's see. If I had a question for Fury, hmm. I guess the question would probably be, where is the old Fury? When is he ever going to come back? Because lately, all I've been seeing is not so their fury. So when is the Christian fury of old going to come back? I think he'll be back when he finds his mask. You know, he's still looking for his mask because he never really wore a mask. So he's trying to, you know, fix the gimmick there. Well, I, I mean, it's an honest question. I mean, I know as we get older, we may lose a couple steps, but you have to reinvent yourself. You may lose that step, but you're going to have to learn a new step. So, Fury, where is Fury? Where is Fury? Oh, where, oh, where is Fury? You know, funny thing about that story is every time Fury pokes his head out, you know, somebody's got a bad comment to say about it, you know, like 7-Eleven. But, um... Besides that, <laughs> this uh, okay. So we were going to get down to the nitty gritty. All right. So yeah, this Saturday, me and Night Stalker are going to tear knee deep off in the lion's ass and take tag team title gold. That's what's going to happen Saturday. Okay, you're starting to get hyped up. You're starting to turn it from a zero to a three. Now, let's see if you can crank it all the way up to maybe an eight or a nine. Only an eight or a nine. You don't want me to go 11 on this one. No, nah, you don't have to go 11. When you show up Saturday, that's when you do 11. <laughs> oh. I think there is lost the Nerve. Nerve? No. Words, not saying anything. Lost for words. I'm never lost for words. You should know that better than anybody. I'm never lost for words. I got plenty of words. You know? Yeah. I get fucking ring. It's my fucking kingdom. Oh, God. Here we go with the kingdom thing again. Well, speaking of which, here, you know. Chambers, what is your thought process on Livewire? You know, when, when Fury's on the show, he had a lot of negativity toward Livewire. What is, you've actually been kind of quiet on the scene about Livewire. What are your thoughts on Billy Johnson, the whole Livewire operation? If you're a former tag team partner now, 
just I'll, we'll get that just a minute here. What's your thoughts on Livewire? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what do I think about Livewire? Here's what I think about Livewire. Um, nothing negative, nothing positive. Uh, pretty much what it is is it's just another show. Um, I do not want to associate with some people that are at Livewire. So my way of pretty much showing my, I guess, displeasement or whatever to them, it's not even to discuss them. It does not come out of my mouth. Because I was always taught pretty much if you don't care about something, don't talk about it. Because the more you talk about it, the more you're spreading news for them. And bad, good news is helps them out. So I just don't even bother with them. Yeah, I heard you say something about my former tag partner, Jeremy Cruz. Hey, he's doing what he's doing. He's having a great time. Champion. Proud of him. But hey, that's him. I'm me. We went separate ways. Done. That's all it is. It's almost kind of like the whole situation with Damon Warrior many, many years ago. It kind of parted away with the different promotions. But, you know, so far, you know, uh, Jeremy Cruz, you know, accomplished a very, very big goal for himself in becoming oh, yeah. a wrestling champion. So, I mean, what are, what are your thoughts about how to run? You think it's going to be, think it's going to be a good champion for the promotion? You think it's going to draw oh. money for the promotion? or? Oh, by putting a belt on him, plain and simple. By putting the belt on Jeremy Cruz at Livewire, they have officially stepped up their game because they actually gave the title to someone that could help that company, that is dedicated to that company. Like a lot of people say at UCW, oh, I'm here for y'all, I'm here for y'all. Jeremy Cruz, on the other hand, is all Livewire. So I think, yeah, he may be bring something in as far as financially, monetarily. I you know, he's what's best for business, as they would say, for Livewire. And I think I agree with that. I was kind of pulling for him to win that big matchup and everything. I think he was, um, for a long time, I've always said he was underrated. You know, I didn't think he was being used properly. I mean, he's a big man, a powerful man with, with great knowledge of the business. And he is a tremendous customer, my dad. So, I mean, I, I think it was... um. You know, he, he kind of reminds me of a Dominic Page, a guy who busted his ass and paid his dues and finally got his payoff. And I can honestly say that about Jeremy Cruz, you know. He, he yeah. paid his business, so he, he earned that moment. And I'm very, very proud, you know, just to share that moment. But, uh, you know, Christian Fury, you know, I know you had to have some type of thoughts. Because a year ago, UCW had a very, very impressive roster, a very, very impressive tag team. But when, you know... When Livewire was coming to pronounce they're going to be at the Legion, and see what they had a big falling out with UCW. Half the roster of UCW, along with Jeremy Cruz, chose chose sides. You know, Jerry, what is your real, real true thoughts about that? As far as what it goes, you know, when another another product comes, they jump ship, and then it just seemed like their numbers tripled. You know, they were drawing hundreds of people, where UCW was drawing it was five to fifteen people. I, I had to hurt you guys a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it hurt. It hurt. It did hurt. Um, With Cruz and Adrian Davis making their choice, and like Chambers goes back and says, they made a choice. There was no ill will between myself and Cruz or myself and Adrian Davis. It's just choices were made, and they chose to go that path, and we chose to stay our course. Any regret on your part? No fear to me. I mean, as far as what I mean by his regret, though, I mean, you used to work for, you used to wrestle for Livewire. You know, I mean, it seemed like he only had issues with the promoter of UCW, not necessarily the wrestler Christian Fury. But I've spoken to the man. He was open of having you, uh, you know, compete in his promotion, as well as Chambers. Well, it's one of those things, you know, life's too short to live in regret. Choices were made, I made my choice. Whether it's right or wrong, time will tell. But well, I mean, and, it's your it's your prerogative, though. But but Chambers, let's say you do. I mean, I, I understand what you said, you know. But 
considering what the results were, you know, financially, though, I mean, you still say my decision of being low to UCW? Look, when I came into UCW, I told the guys, look, as long as y'all are holding shows, I'll be here. As the That was pretty much a blood pact with them, that as long as they were running shows, I'm there for them. And they know if I wanted to go anywhere I wanted to go, they have no say-so where I go. Whole thing with Livewire was, I would love to go on Livewire, but the problem is there were some things, like you were talking about with the back-and-forth argument between Livewire and UCW, that some, the way I can say it is, somebody was in the middle of that, and they were igniting the fuse to keep the fire going. And I have my thoughts on maybe who it was, and that's will go to my grave probably. But the big deal is there is hostility between some people in UCW with Billy Johnson, and there is hostility with Billy Johnson and some people in UCW. And the way, like I said before, I just stayed out of the drama. If I wanted to go live wire, I go to live wire. If I don't want to go live wire, I don't go. The only people I've said, hey, you have a show. I'll be here. You know that unless I cannot be here for medical, personal reasons is UCW. I'm going to be loyal to UCW until, you know, I'm ready to hang them up. And there's nothing wrong with being loyal to your promotion. You know, I'm not trying to 100% bash UCW here, but I'm just trying to bring up some key things that was said about the promotion before we can move forward in a positive light here. Now, Billy Johnson has been asking almost a year now. Pretty much as everything went down the last, last nine months or so, he's wanted an opportunity to come on the shootout and tell his side of the story from his perspective. You know, will y'all be there participating in that particular show because he wants to give his thoughts on his perspective of how he felt like UCW did him wrong and did his company wrong. And he felt justified by everything he was, everything he did, you know? Yeah. And the problem is I've, I know one instance where it was supposed to be a charity show or something and something went down. Uh, they had to do like maybe fire code or medical reasons. Something, something that we could have gotten a lot of trouble is what I've heard that, you know, we could have gotten in a lot of trouble, so UCW backed out of it. And he took that as, I guess, a slap in the face. And, hey, that's why I don't book or I don't run shows anymore. I'm, I'm just here to have fun now. Well, it was it was, it was was that reason. And I think um, because of the scheduling and everything, when they ended up getting the event at the Legion, at the same, in the same time period, the same month, I might add, they ended up running the same show the same day as Livewire, and it forced some of the talent to choose, forced some of the people that were working productions for both companies. And when some you know, chose UCW, then I think Billy felt like the gloves were off. He felt like, you know, UCW bribed the production company to stay. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I was part of the production company. I wasn't offered down to stay. I mean, I just, well, you know. The thing, the, the thing is, like I said, this is all hearsay. This is where I hear and everything is I can show you right now for a whole entire year, how UCW has shows like scheduled for the whole entire year. So the whole schedule on the same day, I don't know if it, I don't know how Livewire runs their shows. I don't know how, if they schedule it. Um, If you remember the time when he did the schedule, y'all were still performing at the gymnasium in Grovetown. When he had to force to leave venues in the middle of the summer, when he got to Legion, they were only available at that particular weekend to do a show. And he still wanted to do a show. And it just happened to fall the same weekend as a Machido and Livewire show. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here, my understanding was uh, the bookers and promoters of UCW did inform uh, Machido, and I do believe Livewire, but I know Machido got the message that, hey, you know, we're not trying to. Sabotage you guy, this is the only day I can get the show. I still want to do my show. And my understanding here, Jay, correct me if I'm wrong here, Cameron K gave his blessings. I mean, is that true? Cameron K gave his blessings. He even offered to up the show. That way, the shows would be earlier on Livewire and Bushido, and then everybody eventually will come out to UCW. That was the whole thought process, at least from Cade. 
who don't. Was, I was don't know the, uh, how Billy reacted to it. You know, I didn't hear anything out of that, but what's that? I was going to say, was that the uh, show they had in uh, Grove Town at uh, Liberty Park? Uh, no. Uh, thank you. Um, that was for another reason. That wasn't November. Yeah. This is the November show. Okay. That, uh, I, know, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Uh, this was oh. November of last year that all this took place. Okay. Okay. I mean, I feel, I feel somewhere. criticized by Caleb Kitchens on trying to force a, fun, a fan split, too, as well, you know, to, you know, having shows on different days and, or on the same day. And I know Don's reasoning behind, hey, we do a show every month. It's the only available weekend they had it, so I took it. It wasn't nothing personal. It's just me running my business. Um, and it was known in back in, uh, I want to say June, that we had all the dates for the Legion. So Bushido and Livewire, at least Bushido knew since June that we we're going to have a conflicting schedule in November. I don't know when they found out about it, but that's what the rumor was. You know. Yeah. Well. Well, let's you know, let's you know. I mean, it is what it is. Like I said, Bill Johnson, he's going here in the shootout, and he will get a chance to explain himself and how he feels about it. And I'm gonna give him. I'm not gonna um, show favoritism to anybody. Any promotion can come in here and say what they want to say about anyone's product. You know, yeah. I heard the warning label at the beginning of the show. Um, well, with that being said, here, guys, you know, CJ, I want to ask you this question. I didn't get a chance to ask you this before. I know, I know, Christian Theory has um heartburn when it comes to this because he feels insulted when it gets brought up. UCW has a reputation when, when people talk about United Championship Wrestling, they'll tell people don't go there. That the promoter of UCW is only going to push his friends, only take care of his friends. He is not interested in trying to get better talent and produce better talent for the show. I've always wanted to know what are your real thoughts on that? I've actually heard other people I've never even met before, but I've just been there and they made a comment that says, hey, UCW's not going to make it nowhere if they're only going to take care of their friends. They've got to try to get better talent because if you get stale in one area, you're not going to produce fans. You're not going to, not, you know, you've got to get newer talent, you know, but it just seems like the promoter wasn't interested in it. That's what, at least that's what the this word is. So I'm curious, man. What are your thoughts on that? Um, the last time I checked, uh, last time I talked to, uh, Don was, Hey, let's get some young guys in here. Let's let them run the show and let us sit back and watch. That's what we're trying to do. But at the moment, we can't get no younger talent or newer talent in because you got people out there talking about, Oh, they're going to do is push your friends. Well, you know what? If you don't want to see us push our friends, as they like to dang say, here's a good idea. Stop bashing us so the new talent can come in and work their damn shows, and you won't see us no more. We'll be in the back having fun because we all are fans of this sport. We'll just keep doing this so we can keep having this. You keep bashing us. We can't get talent. Sorry, that's how it works. If you bash something, nobody wants to come to it. So, I mean, if they want to sit there and say all they're doing is pushing their friends, yeah, okay. If that's what you think, go right ahead. No, they're not pushing their friends. What they're pushing is people they know that can do what they need to do to keep it going until we get other people, newer talent, fresher faces. To do what they need to do. You know, and I understand that. I totally understand that. The thing that I get frustrated with, and I've had my arguments with people in UCW, the production of UCW, some friends, and I don't think me and you've had this conversation, but like I know for a fact some people have come forward and offered to pay money to get uh, other talent and newer talent and special attraction talent in. And demand refusal. You know, I don't even know nothing about that. If you don't want to do it for free, he don't want them. You know, if you can't pay everybody, he ain't paying nobody. And my mindset is, before you can pay everybody, 
you got to you got to get the crowd into the building. You got to get paying fans into the building. You got to start producing better matches with guys who are, who are talented, you know, who are known to draw people. You know, and yeah, people are willing. Look, man, I'm not asking nothing in return. Let's just try to make the business grow. You know, offer to you know pay for talent, and he's refusing and telling no, no, don't want it, don't want it. You know, and then there's been people who've been offered uh, that look. You know, if you're gonna make it, you've got to get better talent. You, you don't need to have this person, this person, this person because they're not drawing, they're not working. Okay, you did what you could, but they're not drawing. These kind of talent here will draw, and he's like, no, don't want them. You know. Well, that's kind of that's kind of funny because I know one guy right now off the top of my head that I've seen the Booker and a sound guy walk up to a gas station to get his money to pay him to wrestle. So I uh, the whole, the whole I, not going to pay him pay him uh, they can't do it for free. I, I think that's what they talk to this man and man didn't want to pay him so i went to this man personally um and offered out of my own pocket not ucw's pocket you know uh when i was a member of the def lot production which i'm no longer in, in not, i'm not part of def lot productions anymore uh, but I, when i was you know i says when i had the talent went to live wire you know and it just seemed like we're, we got to get some guys that are gonna you know compete when iwe was showing up with some big names as well he got what's his face um God, Lee. What's that bastard's name that nobody wants to work for, Jay? Mike Ellison, excuse me. Mike Ellison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody doesn't seem to like or want. You know, I mean, yeah. I don't I don't know. I never really crossed paths with man that much. I just see him in passing. But anyway, um, UCW was destined to be a talent. You know, I know, I don't want to say his name because he probably, probably beat my ass with a Kindle stick, but if I know who with a Kindle stick, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, he got he got told no. Um, and I got told no. You know, but the guy who runs Deflock, you know, went to him and said, Deflock Productions would decide to require a talent. Could we do that? It just be, he'd just be evolving around Deflock Productions. And so that's so that had nothing to do with UCW. He was there strictly uh, working for Deflock Productions, and I, I paid this man out of my own pocket, you know, to get the come. You know, cause I'm trying. I was trying to help UCW, you know, and yeah, I put the word out there. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna pay out of my own pocket, you know. And granted, I wasn't asking for no kind of credit. I didn't ask for no special favors in return. I didn't ask for nothing in return, other than the fact that I'm just trying to be a good soldier. You know, for United Championship Wrestling, you know, I was just a commentator guy there. You guys were doing, you guys were doing y'all's thing, you know. But no, I got told no. He he didn't want to do it, and he told me because he felt like if he had sponsors, you know, then other people would be telling him what to do or something like that. I don't, I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't think that's how it works. But you know, his, his main his main goal was to draw enough uh, money so he could pay everybody. Until then, he refused to pay anybody, and I just. I feel like that's just one way of thinking about it. If I if I could pay some good names and get them in here, and those people go home and tell their friends, and they tell their friends, and, and, and by word of mouth, and and people start paying attention to the shows and paying attention to the masses, and you got this guy and this guy and this guy, and people are gonna come and pay money, and then all of a sudden, if you're drawing ten to fifteen people, you're drawing 125 people, you're drawing 150 to 200 people. When you're bringing in that kind of money in, then you can start paying your people. You know. It's gonna take. I'm a firm believer. It's gonna take money to make money. Yeah. yeah agree. Disagree. Or. I agree. But um. And I, and I said this before with uh you know I said this before about UCW. You know, the man had his dream. The man's got a vision. You know the man wants to do it how he feels like he should do it. And then hey you know you gotta go with your gut sometimes too. If you truly believe in your heart, your way is the right way. And then. You're not gonna let nobody else be different, then hey, by all means, you know, do your best with it. Um, but Chambers, man, so seriously, let's 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 get down to wrestling talk here right now, man. I mean, you've been world tag team champions with UCW. You've been the I think you were the Octane. Were you, were you ever the Octane champion? No. Nope. So many people fell. I don't remember that. I think you're one of the few guys who wasn't cursed with that winning the title and losing the title. And you know, you know, speaking of creative here, I, I want your thought on that though. You know, what was the rule? Do you really did you believe that idea? Some people say yes, some people say no, some people say it was different. 
I say brought no prestige. I, I didn't like the idea. You know, at some point, winning the title, lose the title. Win the title, lose the title. You pretty much have got to start new champion crown every single month up until it. Well, I mean, it, it made it it made a nice little story as far as, you know, is this going to be the guy that actually retains it, you know? And finally, you know, Adrian Davis, I believe, was one that finally retained it. And, I mean, now, I mean, it's got some prestige to it now after, you know, someone's actually retained it. But, I mean, it was an all right story. But, I mean, while they were doing all that, I mean, I was going for, you know, Either the uh, the heavyweight or tag belt or anything like that. I just one of the belts I never got. So I mean, it is what it is. Well, yeah, it is what it is, and it was something new. I will acknowledge it. It was something new. It was something different. In my opinion, it's never been done. I mean, it's not like you you saw well, the intercontinental United States TV change hands every single night the way it was. I mean, hey, it, just, it was a, it, it, <laughs> It was a 24-7 belt before the 24-7 belt, okay? Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. That's my way of looking at it. That's my way of looking at it. Um, but with that being said, you know, um, let's move past United Championship Wrestling. Like I said, I'm not trying to beat these guys up. I mean, you, know, you guys yeah. had a hell of a run. Nonstop, competitive way. I mean, with some high <laughs> notes of United Championship Wrestling, you know, here's something I think you guys should have a big pat on the back here, Okay. When your first show, everyone says the cluster fuck was a piece of joke. It was shit. It ain't gonna last. Your second show, ha ha, whatever. Third show, fourth show. And before you know it, it's a, it's a guy's win a year. And before you know it, you went two years consecutive every single month. And you guys had a good venue at the um, in Grovetown, at the Grovetown Gymnasium, at the Fellowship Avenue Church. You guys were producing great wrestling every single month. You know, And you guys were drawing a crowd. I mean, you can't deny that. You know, Okay, it may have been um, as big at Bioware Pro, and we'll get to Bioware Pro in just a minute here, you know. But, you know, you guys did have a successful story because you guys were told from day one, you're wasting your time, you guys were a disgrace. But, you know, this is the same thing I told Jay. Stop freaking paying attention to the so-called half-ass indie fucks who are your competition. The ones you guys should pay attention to are the ones that are leaving the show and going home and, like, they, they have a good time. They're not paying and pay for a ticket. And did they, you know, did they get their money's worth? Did the people go, man, did you see that match between Justin Chambers and T-Cash? Or, man, what you think of that match between Justin Chambers and Sean Legacy? Oh, man, Christian Fury and Chambers, man, they tore the house down. You know, in my opinion, that's what you should be paying attention to. Not for these other guys from the competition. I mean, do you really think Lipsy Man gave two damn shits what cr- the Crockett's felt like when they were in the war in the 80s? And the Crockett's were worried about what Vince McMahon had to say about them? I mean, well, they probably did, but in my opinion, the ones you should be worrying about, not Dave Meltzer, you know, not the Wrestling Observer or those other guys write the dirt sheets and, and write and wrestling magazines. No, they should be more paying more attention about what did the paying fans they love what they saw. And you can judge that by the crowd standing ovation performances. And I remember that night, Chambers, when I was there at ringside, I was watching and commentate the show, and you had a hell of a match. With T Cash and T Cash won the championship. Hell, the whole locker room came out. The whole audience tried to up and gave that man a standing ovation. And to me, that's what it should be all about. You got a great championship fight. Great, I'm sorry, great championship fight. It was a big hype match situation, and you guys delivered, man. I me, mean, that right there is a legacy, right there, in my opinion. Hell of a match, man. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you, to John. He's probably taking uh, never mind, I can't say it. This is live TV. This is radio. I'm not saying, but um, hey man, let's move forward here, dude. Bible Pro, you know, you guys, Bible Pro and United Championship Wrestling basically started at the same time, same year. Two guys having a dream of becoming the next um indie promoter king in the CSRA, if you will, because during the time period. Flatline Championship Wrestling had closed its doors. Other promotions have been kind of moved on. Even the uh, the AWF, who went from 1999 to 2015, had finally uh, had shut its doors. So these two guys, you know, they, they, it was it was right for the pickies here. Who was going to be the number one promoter, the number one promotion in here? And, and it seemed like both guys had potential to be a success, but you can't argue with the numbers here. It seemed like Bible Pro doing this show every other month. And I know they had a lot of help from the dying um, flatline that, like I said, no longer there. The other personnel was part of um, 
Bauer Pro. And then the fireman, Antoine Brewer, who was left off to do bigger, better things, um, you know, had some of the success in their territory in the, in the Thompson area. You know, what are your thoughts of the Hancock family, you know, starting Bauer Pro and their success? Man? I mean, you've got to have good opinions or bad opinions. I, I don't know. I don't think in Europe really talked about this before. Um, I, mean, I have nothing negative to say about the Hancock family. Um, well, I mean, that's the family. Pretty, pretty much, I mean, pretty much Viral Pro, I mean, when it comes down to it, more connections. And what I mean by more connections is, you know, the guys in the back, I mean, you had Six who was in the back. I mean, he's traveled all over the South. He's got connections. You got the professor. He's got connections. I mean, all you got to do is have three guys from Alabama, South Carolina, Florida, North Carolina, and they know three guys and they know three guys and it just continues and continues. And you can, and when you're willing to actually get this talent in and people are like, Oh my God, it's such and such tracer X. Oh my gosh. You know, all these guys coming in, people are going to follow them, bringing the money. And then when you're kind of like the only thing in Thompson, Georgia, and you probably have already made connections with a lot of businesses in Thompson, they know you personally, they're willing to go, hey, i like to sponsor you. So, yeah, Viral Pro has it really nice right now. They really do. And now they're uh, teaming up with IWE, with uh, Team Money. Dude, all they can do is go up. Well, I don't know if there's so much teaming up with IWE. I know. I mean, not IWE. First- I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm thinking uh, Bushido and IWE. I am so sorry. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Bushido and IWE are tagging well, up. Well, out there, and I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this on the air, but what the hell is news, right? I mean, it happened in the public, not like it happened behind closed doors. Rumored in the window that the promoter for the IWE, uh, Team Money, was actually there to buy a pro, you know, watch a few shows, pay a ticket, but at some point he got caught trying to go to the back, and the promoter of Joshua Hancock had his own security in the Thompson PD escort this man off the building. I mean, wow. I mean, dude, I've heard stories about this all over the territory days when other promoters were excited to come and, you know, steal the talent, sabotage the ring. I mean, hell, that happened in AWF when Daniel Mayko showed up and said he's just here to say hi. That he's sneaked off to the back and trying to recruit uh, from the age of talent to bring back flatlines. I thought it was very hilarious. And then, of course, me and I hired a Richmond County <clears throat> deputy to escort this man. You know, although it was in Columbia County, but what the hell, he was there in uniform. So, yeah, he escorted. Um, um, matter of fact, matter of fact uh, Christian Fury, I think you know this guy. Didn't you recommend him to uh, escort Daniel May off the property? Of the Holland Arena? Possibly. Possibly. I've hit my head since then, but yeah, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and here's another, uh, here, and honestly, here's another big thing about well, we're talking about Viral Pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Viral, uh, Viral Pro, as far as I know, doesn't just sit there and just bash like smaller organizations, UCW, all this. I mean, Viral Pro and Bushido's catchphrase is, well, what was it like? We're the cure. I mean, that was kind of like if AWF said, we'll give you a heartbeat if you catch what I mean. Yeah. So, you know, I have nothing. I love Viral Pro. They're amazing. Um, dude, I hope the best for them. I really do. Because they're doing something that other companies are not doing. And that's sticking to, I mean, they're honestly sticking to their morals. And they're not just sitting there bashing everybody to make themselves look better. Well, some of their personnel have been bashing a lot of people. So, I mean, yeah, well, I, I'll put it this way I haven't heard anybody with the last name Hancock bashing anybody. I haven't been hey, told that. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. I mean, what, 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 what are your thoughts, though? I mean, I know it's a rumored innuendo. I mean, is it really true? Do you think it's true that, um, the promoter of IWE tried to get it backstage access to the Bible Pro, and he was escorted by the Thompson Police Department. I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> I know it's a ruin. There, there's crazy. You, as, uh, y'all both know, there's crazy things that happen 
in this oh, business God. every day. So every day, man. You just, I, I told you, you'll be amazed what I've seen so far in this business in almost twenty years of being involved in it. You know, but you know, you know, Viral Pro is doing good. You know, with a big talent like you know the son of Flying Brian Pillman. You know, yeah, uh, Storm has been involved in there. You know, and so. Christopher Dickens, I know you know who he is. He's allied himself with Bible Pro. He did. He he, he doesn't go to IWE, you know. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. He uh, had a nervous breakdown. Can I say it, Jay? Can I say it? Go ahead. Go ahead. He had a nervous breakdown when he got told he had to pay for a ticket to UCW. So yeah, big falling out there. Um, I know they've kind of talked since then. He came back one time just to. You know, to try to do a podcast and be Stovall Wrestling Network. How about the Yeah, show. I was I was the host on that. I was uh the guest on that show as last time I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a guest there too. Um, but anyways, you know, but then he 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 um he pledges his allegiance to Bower Pro. TNB Studios is um there at every Bower Pro show, and Chris Dickens supports Bower Pro, and you know, but. You know, you got to talk a very, very good about what Pro and said they're doing great things for the business here. But I'm not going to sit here and say the IWE isn't making noises either. I mean, then they had Mike Stryker. You know, they've had some pretty big names in the show too. And let's keep this in mind here, okay? This and, and this day and age for the last two or three years, the females in the wrestling business and even in the mixed martial arts have really, really come a long way. Talk about making mainstream. And then so T-Money is, is capitalizing on that. You know, promoting the women's wrestling division. I mean, they're having a big turn right now to crown the first ever women's champion in IWA, man. I mean, that's 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 good business too, I think. Yeah. Uh uh I know her name. The last name's a car. Uh she's the the IW women's champion now. Wish I can remember her name. Oh my gosh. Well, I can't I can't remember her name. I've my I've gotten too many concussions in my life, I guess. Um, yeah, he's he did the one thing a lot of people around here don't do, and that is bring a women's division. Most time you see in the Indies, it's women going against men. What did he do? Uh, how about yeah, we still have women versus men, but how about we have a women's title? That's something you haven't seen in the CSRA. A long time. I don't even know if it's ever happened, to be honest with you. Well, I remember in 1999, it was Christopher's dream to have a women's division. He won the Craig Women's title. And Christopher wanted to train the women in wrestling in AWF. You remember that, don't you, dear? Yeah, yeah I remember that very well. Why, and why did we not allow Chris Dickens to train women in AWF again? Well, I mean, <laughs> how many lawsuits you guys are afraid of? Lawsuits? Huh? Are you talking about catching a charge or something? Oh God! When when Christopher wanted to train, you know, and I'm not bashing Christopher here. He was young at the time, but he wanted to train the women. And then Jay says, "Oh no, you mean lawsuits? We're gonna get Christopher. You, but I'm the only guy that's single, and that's why we don't trust you." (laughs) Be honest with you, it's probably not a good idea to let a single, a single guy, you know, train. Women. It it was funny, but you know the AWF did try at one point. I don't yeah. remember when they're getting trained, and unfortunately for us, it just brought too much drama and too much drama we were prepared to it. But you know, my congratulations to uh, you know the team money and everybody involved in IWE. Yeah. You know, these women were you know were good athletes, man. They are good athletes. Excuse me, they had some great matches, and hey, I, I applaud them, man. I applaud them. I really do. You know, but right now, I'm going to go and say it like this. Timothy Blackwood and Joshua Hancock right now are at standstill, in my opinion, on who's going to be um, the wrestling king. I mean, let's face it. I mean, Don tried. He just couldn't compete. You know, Billy Johnson's trying. I think Cameron Cage's trying. <laughs> I, think I don't think they're right neck and neck for number one wrestling promotion in CSRA. You guys. You know, got to talk about between Timothy Blackwood and Joshua Hancock, their respective promotions, Bower Pro and IWE. I mean, you got IWE in Augusta, and you got Bower Pro down there in Thompson, which Bower Pro is known to come to Augusta a couple of times. But, you know, these guys are fighting for top notch, you know. And you guys' opinion, who do you think is really winning here? I know Fury might have said Bower Pro the last couple of times, but 
let's think about this now. Who is really winning the wrestling war? You guys' opinion, who's number one and who's number two right now? Uh, Viral Pro is WWE and IWE is NXT. You think so? Yeah, Viral Pro. Viral Pro is the closest thing I have seen to like evolve around this area. And I'm not, I'm not trying to make shots at IWE. IWE is freaking light years ahead of a lot of other people. But Viral Pro, when you say neck to neck, Viral Pro, Viral Pro is raw. And IWE is maybe, I don't know, Survivor Series. You know, it was like WrestleMania Survivor Series, you know? They're they're close, but Viral Pro still got a good lead on them. Well, something like that, it'll be time to tell. But as currently, I agree with Chambers on this. Right now, it is Viral Pro. No disrespect to IWE, but yeah. if they keep the way they're going with the women's division oh, yeah. and everything that they've got going, IWE will be number one probably within the within the, the year or so. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Guys. Like I said, you know, Viral Pro make a lot of noise, but I think IWE has done, done just as this is much success. They brought some big names in their in their company as well. You know, they're drawing, they're drawing. They had some great matches too, man. And I think the women's division I thought was a genius idea. I like the idea of the um, Machido versus IWE that he had during the summer. What do you guys think about that match though between an upcoming superstar like Sean Legacy versus a great condition veteran and Anthony Henry, who's been almost at the spotlight? I mean, he's right there. He snowed it. He can taste it. You know, he's, he's been <laughs> I mean, he's done great. I'm not saying it's a bad Anthony Henry. I mean, I'm impressed with what he's done so far. I mean, hell, he was a lawyer on SmackDown, for God's sake. Anthony yeah. Henry, Anthony Henry was on the WWE Network Wrestling, okay? Yeah. Okay. He had a great and, match last summer with Sean Legacy. Sean yeah. Legacy make a name for himself. Let me put it. Let me, Paul Heyman promo. Let me let me put it in a little bit more perspective for as we were talking about the viral pro and IWE, which will give you IWE guys, they travel. Yeah. But there's more viral pro guys that travel out of the country. Well, hey, I I, I, I can't knock it there, you know. Viral Pro's got a little bit bigger names. And I, like I said, I'm not making hits on IWE. Love Team Money to Death. It's just, like like Fury said right there, you give them a year, and this is going to be a neck-to-neck battle. There's going to be blood everywhere. It's just going to be a slobber knocker, as JR would say. Now, do you think these guys, like I said, we've already heard about the rumor now. Now, I don't know if it's true or not. I heard it from a... Oh, God, I didn't want to say his name. Anyways, like I said, just, as far as I'm concerned, it's just a damn rumor. We're just talking about it. But like I said, you know, IWA started back up this year. So like I said, yeah, Bauer Pros are going at it pretty respectfully about, what, about three years now? 2016? Uh, yeah, about three, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll, I'll give you guys that part right there. So give it another year, and we'll see where IWA is at. You know? Yeah. That being said, Darren, what do you guys think about that match, though, when IWA versus Machido? I understand... UCW might have had a little bit of heartburn because T-Money also was an active member of the UCW roster. He was tag team with Cash Money. He did have a couple of good matches with Hunter Young. You know, T-Money made his return in pro wrestling on on the indie scene with UCW. And because of a different business um, argument, he starts up IWE. And then instead of trying to work out a deal with you guys, he went to Machido instead, you know. I mean, that's his priority. So, feel about that? That's his priority. I mean, that's nothing to me. Okay, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. I mean, I, like I said, I'm just, I was just curious what the locker room, how do you locker room by yourself? I mean, you guys felt like, why well, couldn't it have been UCW, man? I mean, I don't understand it, you know, you, you know, but I don't know. I've, I've like, I've looked at the talent roster. In my opinion, I think, I think of a Machido had a really good talent roster. Not that Christian Fury and Justin Chambers ain't the best. In my personal opinion, you guys are the top two uh, talent in UCW. And the only guys that are right next to y'all is Damian Six and James Houston. 
and I'll go ahead and record, yeah, Hunter Young was a good uh, a good rusher for y'all to have. You know, the rest of the guys, man, I'm sorry, man. I just, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I need to say more. But um, you guys, um, I'm, I'm going to touch on this here. Like I said, IWA versus Mushido. What were you guys' real, real thoughts? I thought that was, my opinion, man, I thought it was huge. I thought it would be great for the CSRA, great for Augusta. You know, an upcoming promotion returning that you, who had a big fan following years ago in 2010 in North Augusta. You know, now, you, now they're coming back and they're going to be taking on Machido and one of the big, big primary matches, Sean Legacy versus Anthony Henry. Your thoughts? It would have been better if it was Viral Pro versus IWE. Okay. Well, great match. Yeah. Great match between Legacy and Henry. Great match. But it would have been better if it was Viral versus Bushida. If you think the promoters could ever come together and make it happen, I mean, I'm under I'm under the impression that uh, Joshua Hannon kind of kind of like thinks that man don't really want to acknowledge the competition. It's well, honestly like I said, dude. When you're when you're known as Viral Pro Wrestling, and someone you're associating with, I'm talking about like T Money, IWE, associating with a company that says we got the cure. That dude, just go ahead and say it. That is a bash at Viral Pro, and why would you want to? I mean, that's like someone sitting there just bashing, bashing Jay there, and then coming to you going, "Hey, no, why are you you're bashing my friend?" You know. So I don't think it'll ever happen unless money gets away from Bushido. Well, I me, mean, you know, you never know. Um, time will tell, I guess. Yeah. A, a year ago, it was all about, you know, UCW really making a big, big ride. I thought UCW was going to really, really hit it big this year. They had some good people backing it. But because you said management just didn't, I don't know, want to go a different route, <laughs> you know, I really thought they dropped the ball. Because when that happened, you know, like I said, IWV was born, you know, Live other town with the live wire, and now UCW was just hanging on by a thread, you know. And then, but you know, that, that's just business, though. You know, with everything, everything is business. And you talk about, you know, other promotions bashing other promotions. I mean, dude, it's been going on. Oh, yeah, I think, look at my research. This has been going on for hundreds of years of pro wrestling. You know, yeah, you're not I- going hear you're not going to hear the crockett like i said praise boosting man for making so much freaking money you, you mean i mean you know how deep it was how holly race long time nwa heavyweight champion felt like basic man and hulk could come in saying i'm the real world champion brother hey holly race and interesting in the same town on the same night so race leaves his arena goes where vince was and go try to set the damn ring on fire you know because they felt like you're taking our livelihood away i mean so much shit that's been done in wrestling. So, granted, everything I've seen so far in CSRA is in child's play, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, it's child's play. It's very child's play, but I'm just stating the obvious that, you know, you're going to bash somebody. Don't expect them to go walking you with open arms, you know. And, I mean, oh. yeah, bashing's always going to happen. Of course. You know, I say let the talking be done in the ring. Listen, who's going to yeah. produce it? You know. And, and, and let's, let's figure out. And, and, I, and I we're doing here on the podcast right now. We're just acknowledging what's going on. We're acknowledging the competition. We're saying what's going on with, you know, with this guy and this guy. But let's talk about championship fights right now before we close out this show here, dude. Christian Berry, hold <laughs> the fuck up! Thank you. <laughs> hey, I've been waiting to get in a word in edgewise. I mean, damn, dude. <laughs> I you, I told, hey, look, look. When we started this, I said... You are about to get some excitement. You gonna get some <laughs> yelling. I mean, that's this. It's a whole new show. You got me on here. I'm going to talk. I don't shut up. People pray I would shut up, but I'm never going to shut up. Oh, I did just shut up though. But see, now I'm not shutting up again. <laughs> and you shut up again. Shut up all the time. So shut up. <laughs> 
No, trying to get in a word in edgewise is like one of those, hmm, I'm just listening to a podcast all of a sudden. Okay. Oh, every now and then I go, hey, yeah. You know you are enjoying it. Of course. So it, it is what it is. Now we're talking about championship. I got the most there. Yeah, we got we got the match coming up this Saturday, the 14th, which is I think tomorrow. This show probably won't air till Monday. Crap. So what time people hear it is probably going who's going to win. But hypothetically speaking, let's just see who's right or wrong here. We got T-Cast going one-on-one with Damian Sick for the WCW Championship. These guys have had a couple of matches right now. No clear-cut winner here. What do you, how do you guys see this match coming finally, the heavyweight well, title? First of all, it is a dog-collar ladder match. Just want to go ahead and throw that out there. Um, I'm I'm probably going to put my money on... Uh, um, I'm gonna go with uh, be honest with you, probably cash that little jumpy little summer gun. I, I just think he's gonna figure it out some way. I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> that dog collar is gonna play a whole different ball game to keep him grounded. You know, that's the one thing that's gonna play with Damian Six advantage. He may not be able to fly as much anymore, but he's got the weight to bring him down. That's so true. that that adds a whole new element right there. It ain't just a ladder match. It's a dog collar ladder match. So yes. not only you got to drag yourself up the ladder after getting beat the hell back, you got to drag your opponent up the ladder. So it's going to be interesting, but something like that, yeah. that kind of gives Indian sick a slight advantage. Yeah. Don't make T-Cash work for it. Uh, T. Cash is definitely going to work for it, though. But like you said, Damian Sick has been a lot of dog collar matches. He's been a lot of hardcore, depth-of-playing matches. And he's been, God, man, over, over 10 years. How much can his body take? I mean, T. Cash is younger. He's in incredible shape. He's been the champion for a reason right now. And he's going to have home field advantage, if I'm not, not mistaken here. I mean, yeah, Damian Sick is a veteran, though. But how much can... How much can the body take? Seriously, though, you know, I think I think Damian Sick had a good opportunity to win it the last time they fought, came up short. Now with these kind of stipulations and rules, and I don't know, man. Unless unless T Cash makes a depth-defying mistake, and if Damian Sick is smart, he'll smart, he'll capitalize on it. Man, we'll wait, we'll see, man. Tom Warfell, man. Either way it goes, man, I'm I'm fired up, and I can't wait to see the match, though. But uh. Question: What do you think about your opponent coming up? Let's see. As far as I know, it's me and Night Stalker, Dead Reckoning, taking on the line for the WECW Tag Team Championship. Yeah, I, I would be a fool to put my money on somebody other than myself. So yeah, me and Night Stalker are going to wipe the floor with the line and take what's rightfully ours the WECW Tag Team Championship. We're going to send them home packed. Okay. We'll, we'll find out, man. Yeah. Chambers, you got a big match coming up this Saturday, don't you? Uh, well, it's a little bit of a, a little bit of a secret. I uh, will be debuting my new show. Um... <clears throat> Probably really don't have a name for it yet, but let's just say that I will be challenging someone this Saturday, and let's just say most likely it's going to be for a belt. So you take that like you want to take it. So cash sick. You know, watch out. It may be a triple threat. Whoever the octane, hey, you talk about I ain't one octane. Watch your back. <laughs> but, oh man, this is gonna be good, man. I can't wait to see it. But I'm also getting fired up for October 5th at the Oliver Hardy Festival this year. I will be back in the wrestling scene that day, taking on who knows. I might be taking on Christian Fury. Who knows? We'll find out. You know. But guys, we're gonna wrap it up here, man. Final thoughts, though. We will be having Billy Johnson on this show, and I expect you two to be gentlemen and professional. Oh, 
course, professional, always. Outstanding. Christian Fury, you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be a dick as usual, right? Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah. Are you gonna or Mr. Rain? Well, it won't be Mr. in front of it. I promise you that. <laughs> All right, guys. Y'all tune in next time. We're gonna have we're gonna have uh, Billy Johnson on the show. He's gonna be discussing everything and everything going on with Livewire on his thoughts. We think is going on between Bauer Pro and IWE, and who will truly be the undefeated king in professional wrestling here at the CSRA. Here, so that being said, we will be having Justin Chambers coming back on the show on a regular basis, and occasionally we might we might get we might get um a man without a mask. Yeah, the man without a mask. I never wore one. Like our show, like and subscribe. You can see us on iTunes. You can see us on Spotify. You can see us on the YouTube. And you can probably catch us on the TNB Studios Wrestling Network. You know, so that being said, I'm your host, Bob Payne, Bill Blanchard. And you guys have a great night.